The views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Afternoon 106 on this Friday, folks. It is John DePietro weekdays. We start at 11 and we go until 2. It's AM 1380 and also 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. By the way, DePietro.com is brought to you by Operation Made. Check out the website, one veteran at a time. You can click on the link, encouraging entrepreneurship through veterans. Operation Made. One veteran at a time. It's right there at the website, dipetro.com. We're going to check in with um, John Francis of Competition Shooting Supplies coming up momentarily. And, um, folks, again, I just want to mention, I I, um, <clears throat> I, you know, I know some of you that are Trump supporters tend to tune out. So then maybe you did not watch the Biden town hall meeting last night that was on CNN. But it was, um, and, and I get that. You know, sometimes if you don't have to, I can see why someone would say, ah, I'm not going to watch something like that. But I, I think it's worth tuning in. And the reason is so you can see firsthand that was um, that, that was really embarrassing. It was just so tilted. It was so biased. It um, we, we know that obviously, you know, the media is definitely biased against the president. But I think sometimes people can't exactly pin it down. If you want to have more credibility, you really need to watch some of these things and then you can talk about it. Because I know some people just, whenever they hear something that they don't agree with, then they just say, oh, fake news, fake news. But you're, you're actually better off if you would take the time and and watch like last night and compare it. I mean, on Tuesday night, folks, one thing, I, I watched the president on Tuesday night when he was with Stephanopoulos. And then I did take the time. And it's not, e- it's not easy. It's not easy. But you, you really just see that the, the CNN, they, they're not even attempting. They, they're not even trying to, to be, uh, to hide it. And that's, you know, I know some people dismiss that. But it should alarm you. Because it was not like that four years ago. Four years ago, when President Trump was doing these rallies, um, his rallies and coverage was on MSNBC, CNN, and Fox News. As a matter of fact, during the Republican primary, President Trump basically just drowned everybody out. He drowned out the rest. They couldn't get any leverage going because... The president at the time, just candidate Donald Trump, was just so dominant. And now, fast forward four years later, President Trump had a rally last night in Wisconsin. And it really was not covered a lot. Hopefully, it was covered quite a bit in Wisconsin. And they are online. I mean, you definitely have them online. But not to the degree that it was. And you could certainly make an argument, I think, right now. That the the different coverage that you see of the president, it's not your imagination. If you watch CNN or MSNBC, it's always negative. And what I also noticed, I know many of you are not on Twitter. I like Twitter a lot. It's a great tool. I use it not only for my job, but out of enjoyment. 
and I use Twitter a lot, and I spend a lot of time on Twitter. That is become my real source of news. People sometimes, some people don't know the full difference between different elements of social media, but if something big happened, I used to go to the Drudge Report. Let's just say you heard of like breaking news, something very dramatic. Um, many of you just go online and try to surf around to see if you can find a story. In the past, I used to then log on to the Drudge Report, which I still like, by the way. I know a lot of people are off on the, the down on the Drudge Report. I still like it. But I used to go to the Drudge Report and see if it was there. Well, now, if I hear about something like big happening, I go to – if you're into that and you want that type of information, it's on Twitter. And it's on Twitter much faster than it's on Facebook. You could find some of it on Facebook sometimes, actually. If you typed in an event and then typed in post – you could find it. But by and large, it's it's on Twitter. But the reason I mention this, and again, folks, at uh, one eleven on this Friday, good afternoon, it's John DePietro, um, is because on Twitter, you have all the, the writers and the reporters. Twitter is a big tool for members of the media, the journalists. If you want to interact, if you're a politician, it's a tremendous way to interact with members of the media. But you can see some of their comments in real time. And what I noticed and observed on Tuesday night was just how snarky and negative so much of the national press. You know, the national press, they're, they're not even hiding it anymore. They don't like this president. They're not pretending. They're not even trying to be objective. They don't like him. They want him out. And they anything they can do to help that along, they're willing to do. And you really, I could really see it in real time where they're watching it and their reporter from, you know, pick a news outlet, one of the broadcasts, mostly the, the journal, the journalists, or the, the print, I should say. Most of the time, it's from uh, Washington Post and or uh, New York Times. Just some of more of the national, the people that cover the White House. And <clears throat> you, um, you really see it then. You, you really see the contempt they have for the president. And I think that's a good word. It, this is not policy disagreement anymore. No, this isn't policy disagreement. This is um, they they despise the president and they want everyone to know it. They absolutely want everyone to know it. And they don't care who knows it. That is um, how they approach it. And, you know, again, we're not going to change that. But you have to know that. And it, I think it does make the job of the White House in trying to get the information out there. I, I it, You can't deny it makes it harder. A lot of the independent voters, Fox News Channel, like many of you, I like Fox News Channel. But to me, that's a little bit of an echo chamber of if, if you're the Trump people and you're on Fox, President Trump could go on with Sean Hannity every night. But I think he's preaching to the choir. I don't think he's reaching new people. They are trying to. um reach out and, and use whatever form they can to reach some of these, quote, undecided voters. But um, I, I, last night, that that really was, I, I was even taken aback at how CNN went out of their way to do a favorable town hall, quote, meeting for the Biden campaign. That's what that was. There, there's... The, the, you you can't say with an, a, to be objective that, that that was done objectively. It just, it wasn't. 
There was nothing objective about it. They went out of their way. Now, there's something else that I want to point to. And I mentioned this whole business of the this whole business of the um, the gun buyback program. I mean, in Providence and Central Falls, this this gun buyback program where Providence Central Falls had a press conference yesterday, $100 gift card free rifle or shotgun. I mean, I right now, we're going to talk to John Francis in a moment, my gun guy. But folks, if anything, it's, it's not easy to find guns and ammunition right now. And you want to talk about tone deaf for the mayor of Providence between the riot and the aggressive protesters and now someone killed at Providence Place Mall, stabbed to death during the day in broad daylight inside the food court. And he thinks people are going to give their guns back. I mean, that. That to me just like makes no sense. But I do want to reach out to um let's reach our uh, friend John Francis folks with competition shooting supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Uh stop in and see him. It, uh John Francis. Oh, okay. All right. All right, folks, here he is. All right, let's bring him on. Joining us right now, uh do we have John Francis? Oh, okay. Another minute. All right. Well, folks, as we're waiting for uh, John Francis, 435 Benefit Street, Pawtucket, you can call him at 727-1716. Firearms, ammunition, um, stop it and see him. Remember, exit 2A, it's competition shooting supplies. The original, the best. Right. No, 435 Benefit Street, Pawtucket. Call him at 727-1716. It's exit 2A off of 95. You take go right past the Attleboro train station, and then you'll reach uh, John Francis. So we're standing by for John Francis. Folks, good afternoon. It's John, John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM as we're, uh, oh, there he is. Folks, joining us right now is the one and only John Francis. Hello, John Francis. Hi, how are you? Very well. John, I want to first get your reaction to uh, the mayors of Providence and Central Falls thinking they're going to do a, a gun buyback program offering, <laughs> I, 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 if anything, for people, if you have weapons, I, I would think you could get a lot more money in the open. Talk about being tone deaf. People are having a hard time getting weapons right now, let alone a gun buyback program. So, so gun buybacks really only achieve one thing. It gives the criminals an opportunity to dump the guns that they've been illegally using in crimes yep. to turn them in without, with no fear of reprisal. That's right. Yeah, no repercussions at not, all. They're not, they're not making a list of who they get. The, there's no questions asked. So that, you know, you, you, you've committed how many crimes. You may have even killed somebody with that gun. You turn it in, they, they're not taking your name or anything. No. And they may, te- they may in fact, do a, uh, a, a forensic test on, every, on all the guns that they're taking in. But even if they can prove it was used in a crime, they've got no way to track it back to, to that criminal. And they're getting cash. I heard from one member of law enforcement, he feels that this encourages a lot of times people theft. to theft. Because then you're, I mean, you're paying someone $500 to bring in a gun. I mean, you, yeah. you know, grab two of them. That's a quick thousand in your pocket. That's right. Holy cow. And if anything, I mean, John, just in the city of Providence, between the riot and then the defund the police and the protesters, now you had someone 
stabbed in the food court at Providence Place Mall at 11.30 in the morning. People want to people get a weapon. They're not looking to get rid of their weapons. That's right. And, and in fact, a lot of the, I'm seeing another big uptick in first-time gun owners coming in. A lot of them are single moms who live in Providence um, and are scared to death because they're seeing what's going on around in and around their neighborhoods. Well, and last night was just a shooting gallery where people are just shooting into houses. There's a gang war going on. Let's yep. get uh, give, let's give people an idea of what you have, folks. Competition shooting supplies, four thirty five Benefit Street, Pawtucket. John, what do you have in stock for firearms and ammunition? Okay, so I did get in. I just got in a uh, a small shipment of nine millimeter range ammunition. Great. Uh, there is a limit of two boxes per person per day. Uh, uh. Uh, we've ha- I've had to do that in order to make it last as long as possible. Uh, so since last Friday, I've sold over fourteen thousand rounds of nine millimeter range ammunition. I put another order in for another fifteen thousand. But they're not gonna. They're not able to guarantee me that I'll actually get it. Wow! All right. So people should actually maybe even call before they just uh, pop by. Uh, I would, yes, I would strongly suggest calling uh, before you come down. I, I right now I have enough to get us through today uh, and tomorrow. Okay. And what about for firearms? Uh, so for firearms, uh, I did get in uh, a couple of uh, brand new AR-15 rifles. Nice. Uh, I do have at least one AR-15 pistol uh, available. Those are all in the 5.56 and 223 caliber. Um, I got in. I also got in some an HK uh, 40 caliber pistol, and I just got a, a Taurus and a Beretta nine uh, millimeter uh, pistols in as well. Um, and I think next week. I have a 9mm AR-style pistol uh, coming in as well. Boy, those are not going to last, are they, John Francis? Uh, My guess is most of the stuff that I got in won't even hit the the wall. Yeah. Now, also, if someone is listening right now, if they have uh, some... Whether it be long guns or firearms that they'd, they'd like to sell, this this is a great time. And you can, through competition shooting supplies, call John and you can either sell them him or do it on consignment. Oh, uh, that's right. Uh, so, you know, if, yeah, any of you listeners out there, if you have uh, any uh, defensive style firearms uh, that you, uh, you're you not using and are interested in parting with, give us a call or bring them on in. Um, I'll be happy to give you an, uh, a free evaluation of what they're worth. And... You can either put them on consignment, uh, which gets you gets that person the most amount of money. We only charge a fifteen percent fee on consignments. Yep. A lot of places do uh, twenty, um, or, or we can buy them outright. In fact, uh, a lot of uh, estate uh, collections that uh, we've looked at—that's typically the option that the folks uh, settling the estates. Uh, do just it's just it's one less thing that they have to worry about sure and john talk again about first time uh people first time realizing that we have gone into uncharted territories and they would like to, for the first time to be able to uh obtain a license so they can get a firearm yes so uh we're certainly seeing a lot of first time uh buyers coming in uh most of them have you know little or absolutely no experience at all uh so as a first time buyer uh, Rhode Island does have a mandatory seven to eight day waiting period. Uh, there is a state form you fill out, a federal form you fill out. Uh, we do a background check through the FBI via the federal form. 
the state form, a background check is conducted by the police department where you live. Uh, once we have approval from both the FBI and your local PD and the waiting period is satisfied, you can make a purchase. Uh, the only other extra step on top of that, if you're going to purchase a handgun, you have to obtain your blue card. And the blue card is uh, simply a safety card issued by the state. Uh, we give the test uh, to get that card. It's free. It doesn't cost anything. And right now we do have study guides available that you can come in and uh, uh, take home and look at to study. There's also one available online. Uh, you just got to visit the Rhode Island Fish and Wildlife uh, website and you can click on the link from there. Folks, we're speaking with John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies. John, what are your hours for today and tomorrow? Uh, today, uh, we're open uh, 10, to, uh, 10 to 6. Uh, Saturday, we're open 9 to 4.30. And during the week, Tuesday through Thursday, we're open 10 to 5. I'll tell you, uh, you are right on the money with the gun buyback program. I've heard from three members of law enforcement that cannot believe in this climate the mayors are offering this because it encourages theft. Yes, it does. Yeah. A- a- absolutely. Absolutely. John, keep up. Go ahead. It's a serious waste of taxpayer money. That's right. uh, In my opinion, Uh, it's a waste of other, you know, police officer resources because they have to have a certain number of cops, you know, uh, there to collect and and monitor that. Um, And frankly, look, uh, uh, to all your listeners, you're better off contacting one of the local gun stores that's closer to you. Have them look at the gun that you're thinking about uh, about turning in because it could be worth a lot more than what the buyback is going to offer you. Sure, that's a that's another good I've point. I've seen a lot of yep. high quality collectible antique guns turned in for literally pennies on the dollar. Hmm. John, one other point, you know, all this talk in the state and they push back the how long you have to wait and everything else, all this stuff about guns, guns, guns. Yesterday, first homicide at the Providence Place Mall, and it was done with a knife. Yes. Ridiculous. Yeah, well, and that's why you, there's been a surge of applications for licenses to carry, yep. not just in Rhode Island, but all over the country. Okay. It's at an all-time high. He is uh, the defender of the faith, John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies. John, great job. Good to talk to you. Keep up the good work, and we'll talk to you again. You too, John. All have right. A good, have a good weekend. All right, folks. There it is, our friend John Francis. No one more knowledgeable than our friend John Francis with Competition Shooting Supplies. Stop in and see him. Now, right now, it's 124 on this Friday afternoon. And, folks, um, again, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. Now, we're going to have a story up. Um, about the uh, situation. Well, I already do actually have. If you want to see the video of it, the food court of the stabbing yesterday, it's right at depetro.com. Go to the website, depetro.com, sponsored by Mills Coffee Roasters. Click on that link, Mills, M-I-L-L-S, Mills Coffee Roasters, uh, a Rhode Island success story tradition. Click on that delicious coffee right at depetro.com. This portion of the John DePetro Show, folks, is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Remember, if you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Now, let me ask you a question on this Friday afternoon. Were you recently in an accident or maybe someone that you know or you work with, family member? If that's the case, get it repaired the first time the right way at West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. It's West Fountain Auto Body. They'll do it right. They'll do it right the first time. 
it'll look showroom-like condition at West Fountain Auto Body. And by the way, doing auto repair the proper way, whether it's a small dent or nearly total vehicle, there's an art to it to really make the vehicle look terrific from beginning to finish. And they'll do that properly restoring your vehicle. The unique combination of experience, uh, technical knowledge, judgment, and the professional touch of skilled craftsmen. That's West Fountain Auto Body. Call them today. Allow you to get your car back on the road quickly, safely, and at a fair price. And remember, West Fountain Auto Body. They're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Call them today, 272-3340, 272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. So, folks, think of this. So, today is, in fact, Friday, September 18th, and the first debate. Between the Trump campaign and the Biden, by the way, early voting is starting in several states. Early voting is already underway in some states, but it's really going to start to kick in in the next two weeks in some key states like Arizona. But that first debate is coming up on Tuesday night, September 29th. So just a week away. And so you have the first debate between Trump and Biden, President Trump and Vice President Biden will be on Tuesday night, September 29th. (coughs) Excuse me, folks. And then the next uh, key debate is going to be on Wednesday night, the 7th, will be the vice presidential debate between Vice President Mike Pence and Senator Kamala Harris. The second presidential debate will be on Thursday night, October 15th in Miami. And then the final presidential debate will be on Thursday night, October 22nd in Nashville. So you have next week is the last week without any debate. And then they kick in. And then the 29th, you have the first presidential debate. And then the next week on the 7th, you have the vice presidential debate. And then the following week on the Thursday night, you have the second presidential debate. And then the next week, October 22nd, on the Thursday night, you have the Miami debate. And then you have the last week of October. And then, folks, it's coming. Tuesday, November 3rd is when, and, and like many of you, I'm voting in person. This is also outrageous with what's going on with the fact that all these, I'm sure, like everyone else, you get your mail ballot application. All these people... Receiving the mail ballot applications. I'm looking at mine. Actually, I haven't even opened it right now. And, you know, how many people did not request that? This is all part of it, folks. Mail ballot application sent out by Secretary of State Nellie Gobia. I didn't request this. There's no reason to send it out. And, folks, you look at it. Now, whoever sends it back, right, that's good enough. Here's the thing, and I want to point this out, and I'm going to do a story on it. So, box D, oath of voter and signature. I declare that all, I do declare all the information I provided on this form is true, correct to the best of my knowledge. I'm a qualified registered voter. I further state that I am um, not a qualified voter of any other city or town or state. If on a resigned name, put an X mark. And what if, in fact, 
what's the what's the penalty if you if you um, it doesn't even say that there's any type of penalty. Power of attorney signature is not valid in Rhode Island, so you don't even need that. But right now, people are getting them to their home. People are receiving these mail ballot applications, and it's to people that formerly lived in their home. You know, maybe, and I bet some of you have received some of those. So, you know, this whole business of I may be able to, I may not be able to vote at my polling place. That's all you have to do is check off four categories. I'm incapacitated, undue hardship, I'm confined in a hospital, convalescent home, nursing home, rest home. I'm employed, military operations. Or number four is I just may not be able to vote at my polling place on the day of the election. You just check that off. You could put full signature of voter. But you could just put an X mark and that qualifies. Mail that in and then you get a mail ballot. So due by Tuesday, October 13th at 4 o'clock, application must be signed by the registered voter. But I, I am looking at it and I can't find any mention any. Here, here we go. Note to applicant. If anyone attempts to intimidate, influence you. Contact your local board of canvases. Oh, yeah, that's easy. I don't even, you know, there's no, uh, well, actually, then then they have it printed there. I see the local board of canvases. But then they have any person knowing, here we go, knowingly or willfully making a false application certificate um, shall be guilty of a felony and subject to the penalties provided. And, folks, as I've told you and pointed out, and I am going to be doing a story about this on DePetro.com, that section any person that checks that off, knowingly, willfully, you're guilty of a felony. No one has ever been convicted of that in Rhode Island in the last 25 years. I repeat, no one has been convicted of it. So that part of the mail ballot application where they're saying that if you check that off, you'll be guilty of a felony. You know, Nellie Gobia likes to point to that. But the real question is that the media should ask her, and they don't. They fail in their opportunity and their obligation to do it, is how many people have ever been prosecuted for that? Because I know what the answer is. Because I looked into it, I investigated it, and I found out the answer is zero. No one. Which means anyone, anyone that gets this mail ballot application, you could send it back. You could get multiple. There's no penalty in Rhode Island for, but someone may say, yeah, but that's mail ballot fraud. It, of course it is. As a matter of fact, it is. I don't even know what happens if you mail it in and then you still go and vote. I'll bet you'd still be allowed to vote on election day. Folks, it's broken, but it's broken by design. It's not an accident that it's broken. They want it to be broken. And all this talk about President Trump and and everything else. Folks, it's it's all being done by design. I still can't, um, right now it's 133. Uh, I, I still can't get over what happened last night uh, with Biden in the debate. Uh, excuse me, with the town hall meeting. I mean, that was, e- even I was a take, even I was taken aback at how, um, at just at how Biden, they weren't even trying to be objective about it not even trying 
Um, really, really terrible. Um, it just, they weren't even attempting to have any kind of, you know, objective town hall meeting. And what, as I, as I mentioned earlier, what I just found so striking was just the fact that it was the same week, you know, in the same week, we got to see President Trump do two, his town hall meeting with, quote, the undecided voters. And then you got to see Biden last night. Let's hear just a little bit of uh, Joe Biden trying to now saying he's the, you know, the, the, the Trump campaign is the Park Avenue campaign. Let me hear a little bit of this of uh, of, of Biden last night at a cancer center here in Scranton. Joseph. Thank you, Joseph. Welcome home, Mr. Biden. They call you Joseph or Joe? Joe is fine, just like you. No, I just wondered when they called, my mother called me Joseph. I knew I was in trouble. That's what I was <laughs> No, Joe is fine. But, um, Mr. President, welcome home. And right now I do work in a cancer center in the area. I make under $15 an hour. Oh. During these COVID times, unfortunately, I had to open a credit card with 25% interest just to cover my groceries. I'm barely making ends meet. Um, received no hazard pay, no raise. I'm struggling not only mentally, but financially. I look up to you, and as a middle-class healthcare worker, do you have any plans to stand up for us healthcare workers? Absolutely. And the idea you're not making a minimum $15 an hour is, is just wrong. Wrong. No one should have to work two jobs to be able to get out of poverty. You're busting your neck. And what you're doing is you're saving people's lives. Exactly. You're helping them. And you're risking your own in this moment of COVID. You know better than I do that what happens is there's a pre-existing condition. In fact, what's happening here is a lot of people who have cancer or are taking various drugs and sat. They, in fact, are more susceptible to catching COVID and dying than anyone else. So, first of all, thank you. Number two. This is an undecided voter. The reason voter. I'm running is because, uh, Welcome look, home, the interesting Joe. thing for me is I, I view this, this I, I, I really do view this campaign as a campaign between Scranton and, and, and Park Avenue. And I really mean it. Because, you know, the way we were raised up here in this area, awful lot of hard work and people busted the neck. All they asked for is a shot, just a shot. All that Trump could see from Park Avenue is Wall Street. All he thinks about is the stock market telling him, we're going to do all right. Everybody owns stock. How many of you all own stock in Scranton? In my neighborhood in Scranton, not a whole, hell, a whole lot of people own stock. And so we have to make sure that health care workers are paid and paid a decent wage. And 15 bucks an hour isn't enough for a health care worker. And so, again, I won't take the time now, but, Joe, if you give me, if I can get your address, let me get you. Go to JoeBiden.com, and you'll see what I talk about needing to be done with regard to health care workers. And, by the way, mental health. You know as well as I do, and the nurse was just up here knew, knows, we're in desperate need. There are more people who are at risk and worried today than any time in modern times. And especially the youngest generation, people between the ages of 7 and 17, they are more at risk in terms of mental insecurity. This, that, that, folks, and again, good afternoon, it's John DePietro. This, that's an undecided voter. That, that's what it was like last night. One set up line after another. You know, 
uh, this is the difference between Scranton and Park Avenue. Guy doesn't interrupt. The fact that he starts off with, welcome home, Joe. <clears throat> and then I want to see if I have, the, there was the sheriff where Biden said, you know, I haven't seen you in a while. We've, you know, hey, good to see you. I, it, it, it's just that, like I said, they weren't even attempting to, let's hear another one. I mean, th- this is this is one setup question after another. Uh, Kristen Sheminsky. Manufacturing company uh, in Dunmore. She's a Democrat. Kristen, welcome. Good evening. My mother was diagnosed with multiple myeloma two years ago at the age of 66. The cost of her care has been astronomical. However, my family has been fortunate that both she and my father had long careers at good companies that afforded them the opportunity to save for retirement, which is helping to pay for her care. Mr. Vice President, what is your plan to make health care affordable so Americans don't need to drain their savings when care is necessary? First of all, in the middle of this pandemic, what's the president doing? He's in federal court. Federal court. You know, let me just stop this for a moment. And again, folks, at 139, good afternoon, it's John DePietro. You know, you know what's um, interesting to me is I I think President Trump should do a town hall meeting with Trump supporters. I'm going to pass that along to the White House. This business of undecided voters, that that I still think it wasn't bad for him to do that on ABC. But I think Trump people, you would like to see Trump supporters. You know, I'd like to see him, the president, let him do a town hall meeting with people that support him and let him know that they're out there and let other people watch it and be able to kind of cheer along. And then let some of the undecided voters watch that. But this business of, you know, here's another one. Let me play of the Biden town hall. It's not a town hall. This is a Biden gathering of Biden supporters is what it is. Let me get this. Hold on. What is your plan to build a bridge with voters from the opposing party to lead us forward towards a common future? Well, you've got it exactly right. I said when I announced the next president of the United States is going to inherit two things, a divided nation and a world in disarray. And remember how I was so roundly criticized during the primaries. I plan to unite the nation. I'm running as a Democrat, but I'm going to be everyone's president. I'm not going to be a Democratic president. I'm going to be America's president. But the fact of the matter is, and I want to touch on that, folks, but the real truth of the matter is, best seen in, look at Congressman David Cicilline. Does he seem, the left has hijacked the party. Does Elizabeth Warren want to work with any Republicans? Does David Cicilline want to work with any Republicans? Look at all the progressives that are going for the town council in <clears throat> city council, excuse me, in um, in Woonsocket. Progressives are impossible to work with. They have non-negotiable demands. Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, AOC, think of this, and her squad, Presley in Massachusetts. They can't even, think about this for a moment. They can't even work with Democrats and, and Biden is being led. He's got a hook on his nose. He's got a hook on his nose. And he is being led by the Bernie Sanders AOC progressive wing of the party. This business, he's not going to work with Republicans. They, they, they won't even work the squad and the true progressives. They don't even want to work with Democrats. 
And you can even look in Rhode Island. The progressives, they have their own progressive women. Caucus. They, they had to form their own caucus because the Democrats are not. They're basically socialists is what they are. But I, don't fall for that. I mean, that is I'm going to be the president to all people. You're not going to be allowed to. I mean, that's just not going to happen. They are not going to allow that to happen, period. He may think that. He may even maybe privately, secretly wants that. But they're not going to allow something like that. No way, no how. Work with Republicans. The left, the progressives, they're they're gaining power. And by the way, they're not happy with the Biden thing. There's no life they're not happy about it. This this could end up being a repeat of 2016 when the Sanders people sat on their hands. They did not rally for Hillary. They stayed home. <clears throat> you know, it seems like the media is trying to lift Biden over. I don't know what to make of the polls. I really don't. Because I don't. Here's the big question. Is it the polls are the silent majority that a lot of people just don't want to deal with a pollster so they they won't admit that they're voting for the president is that what's going on or it's folks it's so tough and again good afternoon at 143 we're going to speak with uh, peggy normandon in just a moment she uh is part of the it's my health um collaborative my friend maria it's my health was just fantastic you're going to talk to hear about peggy and her pilates class and just a moment it's it's my health 1099 menden road in cumberland but the, um, <clears throat> you know, I, I just want to remind people th- this is coming down to um, Michigan, well, Florida, Arizona, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin. Those six states are really going to decide it. That's just the way it is, folks. And I know. Some people in Rhode Island don't like when I talk about that. But remember, the biggest problem in Rhode Island is Providence. Providence, the, 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 it's not even close. Um, President Trump, to have a very, very strong showing, showing needs to dominate a lot of communities. He did win Smithfield in 2016. He needs to do that again. But if you're listing right now, President Trump needs to win Cumberland. He needs to win Lincoln. If you want to know all the cities and towns where the president needs support, you know what's too bad is if you take Providence out of the mix, it's actually very, very competitive. I mean, the state, Providence is worth Providence and Pawtucket. The vote totals for Hillary in 2016 were 60,000 votes. 60,000 compared to 15,000 votes for President Trump. So <clears throat> Providence gives President the Democrat basically a 40,000 vote lead. And anyone that wants to see the president win needs to, if you want to deal in reality, needs to look at a way to flip those things. So um that's really what it comes down to. Now, just a couple of reminders before we have our guest on. Folks, it is Friday. I implore you to stop by and visit our friends at Kay's. A delicious meal is waiting for you at Kay's. You can eat there or you could take out. Either way, stop by. John and David have done a tremendous job. 
it is absolutely just such a legendary place. I miss my friends at Kays. I'm going to see them very soon, but stop by and see them at Kays. Um, but I want to get, uh, you know, I am so impressed by our friend uh, Maria. It's my health in Cumberland. If you're listening right now and you're a fan of the program, folks, go by 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. I bet you've driven by that old white church. And it is a full collaborative. It is absolutely a full collaborative um, inside there. And, you know, we've had Marie on and someone else who you can um, uh, learn more about. And we're going to uh, get her on the on the program right now uh, is, in fact, Peggy uh, Normandine. And we're going to talk to her right now who runs the... Um, and let's get her on the line right now. Actually, Peggy, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna call you back. I apologize. I hit um, folks again. Hold on, Peggy. <laughs> Sorry about that. I just called her and then I just um hung up on her. All right. Nope. I don't want the FaceTime. Is that you, Peggy? Yes, it is. All right. I apologize. It's John DePietro. I had hit something. Um, Peggy uh, Nomadine runs the Pilates class uh, right out of It's My Health. Peggy, first of all, nice to chat with you on this Friday. Thank you for giving us the time. Yeah, thank you for asking me. So tell us a little bit about how COVID has affected what you do within It's My Health. However, um, it sounds like you've come up with a way that people can take advantage of your Pilates class and and most importantly, do it safely. Sure. Um, Well, of course, like everybody else, we were shut down for, you know, a number, (laughs) quite a chunk of time there. We reopened in the middle of June. Um, Our studio is small. We have um, followed all the COVID guidelines, and so we've set it up in such a way that the students who choose to come into studio can do so safely. Um, Our maximum amount of students that we take within our space is eight, and everybody needs to pre-register first. And the other thing we have going for us is we're sort of a... um, almost like a little membership. We don't really have walk-ins, no strangers or anybody like that. Um, We also offer offer virtual training, and I've been doing more and more semi-private and private lessons as well in the studio to meet everybody wherever they happen to be comfortable. Um, So that seems to be working at this point. We're hoping to grow it more. Peggy, talk about the benefits of Pilates. I'm willing to bet a lot of the people that are listening to you have never taken a Pilates class and they don't know the benefits of it. (laughs) Okay. Um, Well, all of our work is Pilates-based is how I say it because we offer sort of a variety of things. Our focus is to help people in a functional way to get stronger, improve their alignment, to have flexibility, better balance, and along the way we develop a strong core and I think a sense of um, accomplishment with people when they see the changes in their own body. And and how long does a class take? Uh, you know, talk, walk people through. Maybe they're curious about it. Who would your class, you know, who are some of the people that it appealed to and some of the benefits that people uh, notice that they gain from it? Sure. Um, our class, group class length is typically about 55 minutes. Our private sessions will run anywhere from 30 minutes to 45 minutes to an hour, depending on what people are looking for and if it's one person or sometimes we spend, like with two or three a semi-private, we would definitely usually spend an hour with a group like that. Um, 
what they're going to find is that they just move easier, feel better, whether they're young or old, they will have better alignment, uh, better functionality, um, their muscles and energy will feel stronger. So I think it is a, has a broader appeal than most people might realize. We do work with men and women, and we do have a pretty broad spectrum of ages. Is it hard? Oh, that's an interesting question. <laughs> it, um, it can be hard if you have never exercised before. But if you're um, wanting to improve your physical uh, fitness, um, it is achievable. And we're, we're a patient bunch of teachers and love working with just about anybody. And um, it's, it's always a joy to see people find... Um, that they're feeling so much better, stronger, able to do things they were not able to do before. Or even if they're coming back after an injury or a surgery, um, sometimes uh, Pilates is a nice way to ease into being more active as they're continuing to rehabilitate. If someone were to do Pilates, say, for, you know, make a real commitment, a period of, say, 12 weeks, three months, uh-huh. talk a little bit. How, how are they going to feel after that period of time? And how, how often do, you know, would you recommend that someone take the, take the class? If people want to see um, a consistent and um, a good sense of, of progress, they need to come minimum of twice a week to a class or session. I really recommend three times. I have a number of people who come four times a week. Wow. Because, because we offer a, a good variety of classes, everything from a class we call Strong Core, Strong Bones, to a Pilates Bar class, to a Deep Stretch class, to a Functional Strength class. So all of these classes offer a little bit something different for people. And so... We do ask people, what are your goals? And I would think that if they come consistently at the end of, like you said, three months, we will have achieved a good percentage of those goals. And um, has it been adjusted? Uh, are people, are they wearing masks during this? Or how, how has it been adjusted at all because of COVID or you find that's not necessary? It has been adjusted. Um, we do... Um, and we've done a lot of things to accommodate people. We have offered some of our classes outside when the weather is good. Mm. Um, like, and like I said, we do do virtual classes. We have a, a video library for students to access. And when people come into the studio, depending on the class, depending on the class size, um, well, let me back up. When people come into the studio, they have to wear a mask. And um, we do all the wellness questions, we sign in, we do t- take people's um, basic history if they're new. And once they're in on the mat, if we are um, six feet or better apart and we are doing a class that is lying down for the most part, um, some students have opted to slide their mask down. When we stand up and move vigorously, masks are on. So we're trying to keep everybody safe and healthy. I like that. And talk. Now you said you did it virtually. Could you touch on your website as well? You have an interesting website. <laughs> Thanks. Yes. Um, our website is um, bodydynamicsri.com. And you can just get a good overview of our studio on that website. Uh, it doesn't talk too much about our virtual classes um, because um, it, it has our regular group 
group class schedule. But you will see if you go to the class schedule, the classes that we do offer virtually um, tucked in there. I want to tell you, and is the easiest way, I mean, I encourage people to stop in. And again, folks, we speak with um, Peggy from, she work out of It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Is that maybe the easiest way that people could pop in and then maybe they could make an appointment and find out when they can sign up for a class? Yes. Um, you know, my mm-hmm. business, the Body Dynamics Pilates, is um, a separate entity from uh, It's My Health, but Maria, It's My Health has copies of my class uh, schedule yeah. that's up to date, uh, all the prices, some policy information, um, and of course the phone number, they could always call me, which would be 401-333-8550, um, talk to me in person, I can set up uh, a time to meet with people who are curious or just want more information. What's it like working with Marie? I just think she's the greatest. She is just, I have such a crush on her. She is just fantastic. She's like the Mother Teresa of health. I, I love the whole concept. Now, I encourage people, Peggy, just to go to It's My Health. And then if they want to sign up for your class, but then there's also, I mean, you have the reflexologist, you have the massage therapy. I just want people to understand how, how fortunate they are to have a, a collaborative like It's My Health right there. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland because it is people are so fortunate to have that and if someone is listening and they they drive by and they've never popped in not only do you have all those great products but then you could sign up for a Pilates class or find out about the massage or reflexologist so I, I'm just so impressed with the work done at um, with yourself and, and Marie and everyone and it's my health. Thank you. Yes, it's a it's a wonderful uh, business and a, a great place to work and have a studio. I've been there five years. So um, I feel very fortunate, and I'm hoping to be there for more years and to see our business for all of us continue to grow. Now, Peggy, uh, so tomorrow is Saturday. So, folks, listen, just pop by and say you want to find out about the Pilates class. And I also, did you say you also you do it virtually as well so people don't even have to leave their home? Correct. Yeah. That's great. And I could give them the information on that. We had, we have a number of people who are not ready to come into the studio yet. Okay. Um, who And so, or, they, or, well, and I say they're not ready to. I have a former student who moved to South Carolina, and she's been taking virtual classes since I started them at the Look beginning at of April. Wow. She, she comes to four virtual classes a week. And then I have another woman who works at Bryant University, but she lives in Massachusetts quite a ways away, and she's working at home now so she takes virtual classes and so it's it's not only not wanting to come to the studio it's also sometimes just for some people it fits their current lifestyle to have that available tremendous peggy thank you for talking to us uh much success keep up the good work and we'll talk to you again thank you john all right, folks, there it is. And again, stop by It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Marie is so terrific in all those different items. And again, if you're, you know, I bet you've driven past there, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Not only do you have all the vitamins, herbal remedies, and uh, trusted companies, local products, but then you have all these other different types of uh, classes. So maybe, you know, the virtual thing is huge. And it, it sounds interesting. There's there's no excuse not to remain in, uh, in good physical health. It's so important uh, as we're still going through this dynamic. Well, it's one fifty-seven on this uh, Friday. And again, folks, we're going to have a story about these mail ballots that will be coming up 
on the website, dipetro.com. So make sure you check that out, dipetro.com, brought to you by R.E. Coogan Heating. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Log on at the website, dipetro.com. And I also want to, again, remind you, you know, there's beautiful religious items. If you're looking, I was saying, if you want to pray for President Trump, Go to, it's right under Petro.com, the link. I also have it on Facebook, JustAngelsOnline.com. Products of custom religious items, remembrance gifts, hundreds of other products. Gene is just terrific. Just Angels, JustAngelsOnline.com. And you can uh, purchase that because I think, folks, as I was going through the schedule, this is not going to be an easy one. <clears throat> this is not easy by any means. Um the president has an uphill battle. There's no question about it. It's not going to get any easier. And they're just so devious with the voting. Uh, they really are. He is up against it. But um, And we'll have more news on some more Trump events that are going to be uh, coming up over the next couple of weeks. I want to thank. That was great. If you missed our interview with Sheriff Tom Hodgson, we'll have that up on the website, dipetro.com. Folks, make sure you visit the website. You can also... Follow me on Facebook, and if there's any breaking news, we'll uh, bring it to you on Facebook Live during the course of the weekend. Now, we have a very special guest coming up on Monday, Judge Janine. See her on Saturday nights on Fox. She's going to be my special guest coming up on Friday, and then we, uh, excuse me, coming up on Monday, Monday morning, and then we have other uh, big special guests ahead. It's John DePietro. Listen, thanks for listening. Stay tuned. The John Dion program is next. If you want to get a hold of me, if you'd like to reach me, Log on to the website, dipetro.com, and just click on Contact John. If you want to reach me, if you want to advertise, you want to support our people, go to the website, dipetro.com. So stay tuned. We're going to have the 2 o'clock news. The John Dion program is next. Once again, I want to thank the great Jeff Gamach, folks. Another full week of programs, and the countdown is on. Full coverage of the elections and the protests and the civil unrest right here on the John DePetro Show. We're going to be back Monday at 11. Stay tuned. 2 o'clock news. And then the John Dion program. Right now it's 2 o'clock.